0: coming off a of fantastic rookie seasons. Obviously, first-team All-NBA uh, rookie team. Uh, Harrison Barnes of the Golden State Warriors, kind enough to join us here on 95-7 the game. and, and Harris, uh, Harrison, we appreciate it, man. How is, uh, how is Vegas treating you? Because I know you're there for some work for yourself and probably to enjoy watching your guys play a little bit.
1: Vegas has been hot, man, but it's been fun to come out here and support some of League guys and get started with USA Basketball.
2: So, uh, tell us what you made of uh, the Warriors winning summer league, and more important, Kent Bazemore with the Michael Jordan-like grasp of the of the trophy.
1: I mean, of all these summer league teams I've ever played since its creation, I think that might have been one of the greatest teams to ever do it seven and zero. You know, hard fought games against all odds. I mean, I think that that pose that can have with that trophy was well deserved.
2: How, by the way, how, how have you done? Uh, have you worked on your first pitch at all? Where are you with that?
1: Ah, uh, you know, after that one day at the uh, A's game, uh-huh. my shoulder was a little little tight, and uh, I really got back out there on the mound since. Scarred.
2: It it fell off the table. I think is what you told me in the in the press room afterwards. Yeah. you bounced that thing. You Put bounced it. Off the table. You and Carl. You, you and Carly Ray Jepsen. Split figure. Not getting it. Not getting it done. I figured you'd be back in the. You'd, you'd be back on the mound and, and working that thing out. Are you just conceding it?
1: Uh, I'm not conceding. I just uh, you know been busy with some other things and just haven't. Like I said, children has been tight and haven't been able to get out there.
2: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. W-
0: was it? W- were you happy? I mean, you you were. Obviously, in the Summer League last year, that was your first opportunity. Draymond Green was with you last year. He went back uh, this season. What what was that experience like for you last year, and how much how much can be gained from it? I mean, obviously, Draymond and Kent Bazemore, those are guys who've played in NBA games. But for the guys who haven't, the position you were in last year, is there a lot you can get out of that Summer League experience?
1: There's a ton you can get out of that Summer League experience. Not only just the exposure of playing in front of other people, but just... Against NBA caliber players, going up against them—I mean, they played seven games. That's a great experience for them.
2: Uh, you, you mentioned USA Basketball and your participation. What are you able to learn or get out of participating and and being with that group of players?
1: You know, it's it's honestly just a great experience um, just to be here and you know just compete every day against you know great players who are you know going to push you and will make you play your highest level.
2: How how is it different from any other, you know, either tryout or you know group of star players, whether it's a camp or anything like that? What's what what makes this different?
1: It makes it different just because the level of competition. I mean, you got got some guys out here who are all-stars, other guys out here who are 20 and 10. And, you know, I think that that just really makes, brings the best out of you.
2: Is there somebody that you've seen or gone up against that you have a different take on now because of this camp?
1: I would say a player that definitely... Gained more respect for me, not that he didn't have my respect before, was probably Gordon Hayward. And I think in the international game, it's you know, a lot of pick and rolls, a lot of playing guys in different positions. And I think he is one of those guys that has uh, impressed me a lot.
0: Harrison Barge of the Warriors joining us here at 95.7 The Game, Bucher county. Uh, is there an area of your game, that, when you talk about competing on a daily basis, that you focus on in terms of getting better, besides your split-finger fastball?
1: Well, I mean that that's kind of more of a hidden talent, but I think uh, on the court very
2: course, hidden <laughs>
1: <laughs> On the court I mostly just had to work on my post game. I think that was huge for me in the playoffs and I want to continue to get better at that. But also just ball handling, being able to, you know, take step off the ball, being able to, you know, handle it while clay's coming off. You know, I think that'll help our team a lot. All right,
2: so here's the big question I have. This is this whole interview has been leading to this. Mm-hmm. The addition of Andre Iguodala, he plays small forward. There's a question of whether you're still going to have your starting position or not. I have read and heard where you have said, hey, I'm, I'm good with that if I have to come off the bench. I look at that two different ways. Guys can go along and do what's best for the team even though they are going to do everything they can to prove that they shouldn't be coming off the bench, or they say, hey, you know what, I- I'm perfectly okay with it, I just want to fill whatever role is most needed for this team. Where would you put yourself in terms of this situation? understood that it, nothing has been decided yet.
1: <laughs> well, one of, one of the reasons I love Coach Jackson is he's one of those coaches that, you know, he he's very black and white, you know, he's just going to do... You know whatever is best for this team. So whoever's playing better, whoever the better player at that point in time, will start. In terms of how I feel about, in terms of winning, playing my position, whatever it is, I do whatever it takes to win. At the end of the day, that's what history records most is who wins. So if that means I'm playing 15 minutes at the start, that means I'm playing 40 minutes, come off the bench, whatever it takes to win, I'll do. it.
2: Okay, but is, is there a part of you, or is, do you go into camp saying? hey, look, I'm going to put it all out there. I'd like to start. I, I, I'd i like to prove that I'm the starter on this team. Or is there another approach to take going into training camp? I think
1: I'm going to let my game speak to that, Rick.
2: Okay.
0: Do you think watching Jarrett Jack come off the bench the way he did last year would have any impact on – because like Buke said, some of some of your answers have been – like uh, exactly what he said and a little bit of what you said, which was, you know, if if that's what is required of the team, then history records the winners. Do you think watching Jared Jack do it the way he did it last year would impact the way you feel about it this year?
1: Mm, I mean, I look at Jared Jack as a guy who came off the bench last year. Played huge minutes for us on the stretch. One injury ends up starting for us in the playoffs. Yeah. We just got signed to a huge deal. So I, I don't. I don't really see uh, any negative in the role he played on our team or the fact of how important he was on our team.
2: Yeah. No. I mean, I, I actually I'd go the other way. I, I would suggest that he didn't start, but for the majority of the year, there was no doubt about his value to the team because he was he was well, one of the point. finishing players. Uh, but that said you during the during the playoffs particularly against denver uh because of david lee's in part because of david lee's injury you got an opportunity to play more stretch four than I can remember uh during the during the course of the season and you were uh, impressive in that role how do you feel about the possibility that you would continue to play uh, significant minutes there and i not ignoring the fact that you said, I'll do whatever it takes to win, I'll contribute. I'm just wondering, in the, in the context of playing small forward and playing power forward, do you have personal preferences or an idea of where you think you are at your best?
1: I'm pretty prepared to play the stretch four this year. I know that that worked a lot in the playoffs last year. And in terms of what position I am best, Obviously, I'm going to say the small forward because that's the position I naturally play. Mm-hmm. I'm naturally comfortable in. But as I've continued to, you know, work on, you know, kind of the post up game, and I'm not here at USA Basketball, also playing more stretch four, I'm becoming more and more comfortable with that. So playing either position, I feel pretty, pretty well. about.
0: how's your golf game? Uh, you know, we saw Steph excel in Tahoe uh, over the weekend. He was high, he had highlights on Sports Center because of his golf game. Well, how, where does he rank when you can start comparing the guys on the team and, and yourself?
1: Steph is by far the best golfer on our team. I think he can uh, probably beat anyone on our ownership staff as well um, in terms of golf game. For me personally, I've abandoned golf as a hobby. I've realized that it's not going to be my bread and butter in the off season, <laughs> And it's probably best uh, I don't waste any more money down there.
2: Well, and you have to make room for getting uh, the, 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 the pitching, spending the time on the right, mound. So sure. it's something... Probably something had to go. I could appreciate that. Who who on the team thinks they're a good golfer? Has the has the Charles Barkley syndrome where they think they're a good golfer, but really you look at their game, or you've seen their game, and you go, "Dude, dude, you're not a, you're not a good golfer."
1: I don't know. I've heard through other people. I haven't seen him golf at. One of our assistant coaches, Pete Myers, is like that. You know, he talks a big game. But... Uh-huh. Those who actually not golf coach with him, you know, say, you know, his swing is not really like that. yeah Like I said, I haven't been out there with
2: him, so it's hard for me
0: to sit Okay, we'll do some. We'll do some investigating. Buke asked that question like he knew the answer was setting somebody up for that. Hey, Ar- hey, <laughs> Arison, really appreciate your time, man. Enjoy uh, the USA basketball stuff in Vegas and, and stay healthy. We'll talk to you soon.
2: Yep, look forward to seeing you in September. All right, thanks
0: for your time, guys. Right, you got it. Is it. I mean, he he did he handle it the way you have. Oh, I mean, you he's have. Like, a, he's 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 such a polished.
2: He is pro, but. But You, Even you want
0: a guy to feel a certain way about coming off
2: the bench. Yeah, pass. and I, I think he gave us a hint of that. When, when he says, I'll let my game speak for itself, that's all I need to hear. That's all I need to hear. Well, and, and My point on Jared Jack was that
0: was, I mean, is that not the blueprint for how to handle it and how to do it? I, we don't have time now. I'll tell you on the other side.